Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 34 of the Waitin' Since Last Saturday podcast. Today on this special episode, Tony Waller speaks with Georgia football and basketball beat writer for the Athens Banner Herald, Mark Weiser. If you're interested in hearing about the latest information on the UGA coaching staff changes, recruiting, and a quick Gator Bowl preview, hang around for the next 13 minutes to get caught up. So, here's Tony and Mark. This is Tony Waller with the Wait and Since Last Saturday podcast, now joined by Mark Weiser. Mark is beat reporter for football and basketball with the Athens Banner Herald. Mark, how are you doing? Doing great. Glad to be with you. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. You've been gracious enough to have me on a couple of times, so I figured it was time I, I gave you a chance to talk and, and get some questions asked. So, Mark, you know, it's been kind of a wild time for those of us who have been around Georgia football for a while. And let's put aside the coaching changes. Has this offseason felt like a, a little different to you, or is it just the coaching changes going on here? Well, is it the offseason again? There's still a bowl game. I guess it is. the. I mean, if you count the bowl game as part of the season that just passed, does it feel different? Uh, no, I mean, this is kind of what where we are after, um, you know, after the SEC championship game and, and before the, uh, the bowl game, a lot of coaching changes, a lot of uh, – you know, transfers and, and uh, rumors. And, uh, obviously, it's been cranked up more at Georgia given all the, the changes happening at the Butts Mirror. But uh, it seems like there's always, hey, there was even an arrest last week. So that, that that's, uh, that's kind of part of the offseason, isn't it? <laughs> it seems like it's getting started a little early, but, you know, whatever. If you don't mind, talk a little bit about the, the coaching changes. Of course, Jim Chaney coming in as offensive coordinator. Sam uh, Pittman coming in from Arkansas as offensive line coach. What do you share about those guys? Well, I think, uh, you know, if the, if the name uh, Jim Cheney didn't get people excited, um, maybe uh, the, the continuity with those guys uh, will be a little bit like uh, Bobo and, and Friend, where you have a, an offensive coordinator and offensive line coach that have worked together. I guess it's been for three seasons, two at Arkansas. One at Tennessee, so they seem to have a, a good uh, rapport. Uh, I know they, I guess, they have a pretty good friendship as well. Pittman's, uh, if you look at four straight offensive lines uh, that have uh, led the SEC in sacks, I mean, that, that's something that gets people excited about. And I know before the Georgia game last year, we were writing about how Arkansas had the biggest line in college football, uh, something like 6'6", 327, I think it was. Um, you know, Cheney's results on paper don't look very impressive you know his his numbers at Pittsburgh this year somewhere in the 70s to 100 rankings I think um but and, uh, you know and, it, it, go ahead it bears noting that they also lost a running back if not as good pretty close yeah. to, as good as Nick Chubb and James right. Connor yeah yeah Connor they lost earlier than they had Peterman transfer in uh you know the thing that I guess when I looked at it is the fact that uh in 2014 they had uh the 24th ranked rushing offense with, with a couple of, uh, I think they're both a thousand yard rushers, uh, that Arkansas had. And then at 12, uh, you did it with, uh, 315 yards a game passing 15th in the nation. Uh, and, and Kirby smart was on with, uh, with the, the beat media guys uh, a little while ago. And, uh, you know, he talked about how he's able to take the personnel he has and, and, uh, adjust his offense accordingly, whether they're going to be a, you know, very efficient rushing team or, or lean a lot on the path, I guess, uh, you know, maybe that goes well if you're going to be riding uh, what they hope will be a healthy Nick Chubb and then maybe Jacob Eason in, in year two once Chubb's gone. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see how it, how it shakes out at Georgia, but I, I think uh, you know, there is the ability to adapt. 
You know, I think one of the things that excites me most about Cheney, and and some people see this as a bug, I see it as a feature, is he has coached quite competently uh, both pro-style and spread attacks. And that's something if you were to look at, you know, if, if you were to say there's one knock on, on Mark Rick's overriding offensive philosophy, this is an inability to, to look at what talent might be available. Um, and Deshaun Watson's the name that gets thrown out there the most currently uh, because he was in New York this past weekend. You know, the ability to, to see, identify that kind of talent and say, yeah, we can find a place for him. And as opposed to saying, yeah, I don't really know how he fits in here. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, I know there's a lot of that. Uh, well, you talk about the Clemson quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, I saw that Tremel Terry tweeted out a photo Saturday night of uh, Derrick Henry at, at dog night with, with Tremel and I guess Theus. So uh, the couple of guys that, that got away. Now, I know Mike Bobo spent, uh, you know, I don't know, hour and a half uh, with Deshaun Watson at the Georgia basketball game, but I don't know. I guess that was a little bit too little too late after he had already committed to Clemson. You know, whether, I guess they were just higher on Bryce Ramsey for, you know, which Georgia fans obviously haven't been able to see that work out on the field like uh, like you would want. I mean, who knows what happens uh, with Cheney and, and which quarterback he'll, he'll uh, you know, we think that uh, the freshman will get a long look. Yeah, and you know, transition a little bit over to the unnamed coaching spots or the open coaching spots. You know, what do you think Coach Smart's going to be looking for? Um, you have to think there's at least two more spots on the offensive side of the ball, and pretty much all of his defensive spots. You know, Glenn Schumann being the exception there. What do you think he's going to be looking for moving forward? Well, I'm not going to be surprised if you know Thomas Brown seems like the most likely guy to to latch on. He's been recruiting for Georgia. Kevin Shearer was in the Georgia Dome on Friday night. He's worked with Kirby at Alabama. So both those guys, uh, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if they're eventually announced on staff. You know, there's guys uh, at Alabama, there's guys at Florida that, that have worked with Kirby, uh, whether you're going to see the defensive line coach come from Florida. I saw them uh, on the field at the Georgia Dome after the uh, – the uh, the championship game lump uh, the coach at, at Florida you know they they talked for I don't know 45 seconds after the game uh, you know kind of uh, really close uh, who knows if they were like you know hey we'll, we'll talk in January we'll come to, to, to Georgia I mean I don't know if that's going to happen or not uh, I'd be surprised if anyone else on staff stays though I mean maybe maybe there is a surprise around the corner but you know you're not really getting the vibe uh, Clemson did not indicate at all that that uh, that was in the works and I know. You know, he might have an opportunity at Miami, might have an opportunity at South Carolina, but uh, you know that that might just be at those two guys from the current staff. And with the dead period coming on, that gives Kirby a chance to go back and I guess work on his day job. What should we expect out of him moving forward? Should we expect to wait until he's done with the season before we get other coordinators named, or what do you think? Well, there's one coordinator job. For sure, that's open at defensive, and, and you know, I don't know if Kevin Shearer is going to fill that role. I mean, I could see a scenario where, where that happens if Kirby was going to be really hands-on, and whether it would be a situation like Mark Rick was really the coordinator under, and Neil Callaway had it in title, uh, you know, early in his career at Georgia, um, or, or if there's someone else out there. I don't know how that's going to play out, uh, and I don't know if he's going to name a special teams coordinator. But you know, you could have another guy announced sometime between now and. January one, or or maybe if it's a guy on Alabama staff, you know, maybe they're, they're going to wait till that thing plays out till their season's over. Uh, Kirby really didn't indicate, you know, what his timetable is, or you know, maybe he's not sure. Maybe he's still waiting on the answer so on a guy or two. But 
uh, you know, I think there was a reason why two guys were, now all three, if you include Schumann, were announced over the weekend. They wanted to, to let the recruits know that. And uh, so, uh, you know, you have probably about half your staff, I guess, now, if you're going to include Brown, chair maybe. Uh, but uh, I can't guess on, on the one he's going to announce others. Yeah, you talked about this weekend, and I want to ask you uh, in a minute about the weekend the recruits had. But first, I want to talk for a minute about the gala. What was your take on having Coach Rick here? Because I, you know, I'll be perfectly honest. I mean, it was the seniors' gala. They invited him, and I like really like the way Coach Smart handled uh, and Coach Rick handled that. You know, Coach Rick focused on the gala, and Coach Smart dealt with the recruits up at the presidents' box. Yeah, I was fine with it. I mean. Uh... The, the seniors asked for it to be there and uh, he's meant a lot to them um, and, and they've meant a lot to him. So, you know, to me, it was almost like uh, they might've as well been in different worlds because uh, there was, those worlds weren't uh, intersecting at all on Saturday. You had, you had Kirby at Sanford stadium with, with some uh, staff members uh, and there were recruits. And then you had, you know, the 2014 you know, 2015 team at, at Georgia uh, over at the Classic Center. And, and Kirby's not going to be at any of these bowl practices. He's going to Alabama. He'll be working there Tuesday. Georgia's going to be uh, practicing uh, in Athens Wednesday through Tuesday next week. Uh, and then they'll be down to Jacksonville after Christmas. Uh, and Kirby's, uh, some of his new hires will be there, the offensive. You'll see Pittman there probably. You'll see Cheney there. But, uh, you know, Kirby's not he doesn't have his hand on, on 2015 with Georgia. He's got his hand on 2016. So I was fine with it for, for Mark Rick. Uh, and, you know, it would have been awkward if you had Eason and, and some of the other recruits there, you know, and, and Mark could have talked to them. But um, uh, it, it was it was a good closure, I'm sure, for everybody. Yeah, and uh, if I've missed this, I apologize. But who's going to run the defense with uh, with Jeremy Pruitt already in Tuscaloosa? Now, you haven't missed it because they haven't told us yet. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not sure if they'll even name someone. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure the 2009 Independence Bowl, they didn't name anybody to replace uh, Martinez. They just had Rodney Gardner and, and the uh, uh, graduate assistant. So maybe, maybe maybe they'll just go through the motions without it. I mean, I, my guess would be Shearer, but, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I was laughing because I was thinking you said Rodney Gardner, and I expect you to say all those 22-year-olds. One last question, though. I do, you know, any any crazy stories about the recruits weekend? Because we've all this, there's a lot of chatter out there about downtown and Jacob Eason being being swamped. Does that does that sound like it's a real thing? Well, if you search his name on social media, you'll see some crazy stuff. Uh, it seems like uh, pretty much every 18 to 21 year old in Athens, uh, female, wanted to, to get the attention of Jacob, and and uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure it was. Uh, Probably a fun experience for a guy coming in from Washington State. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if that was uh, uh, endorsed by the by the football program or not. It might just be a typical uh, recruiting weekend. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I know that Kirby was positive or, or uh, you know, didn't say that the guys uh, reaffirmed his commitment, but uh, said he, he thought he had a great weekend and uh, w- was glad that that Bobo, I guess, delivered the commitment to Eason and that you know he's still in the camp as of now. So. Uh, you know, Kirby didn't have to do all the heavy lifting on Jacob, but he just had to uh, finish it. And uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure Jacob will announce uh, in the next, uh, you know, 72 hours. I would guess, uh, you know, if he's sticking with Georgia. Oh, good. Well, we'll have to hurry up and get this podcast up. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, I guess one last question: Going into the bowl game, we're facing James Franklin, which is a known quantity for Georgia fans at Penn State. You know, what are your thoughts on on our bowl game in in have you had a chance to talk to many players? I, I guess you haven't since the tech game other than, you know, the normal course of reporting on the coaching change. 
Yeah, they had four co- four players over at the uh, Smart News Conference last week, and uh, didn't talk as much about the bowl game. We'll, we'll get that'll get kind of cranked up on Wednesday when they have their first practice. Um, you know, they're they're going to talk about wanting to win ten uh, games and uh, win it for the seniors and that kind of thing. I mean, I'm not sure where the, where this game is on the enthusiasm meter from the the players or the fan base for that matter. Uh, which is probably not, you know, dissimilar to what we felt for the Duck Bowl or, or playing Nebraska for the second time. Uh, you, you tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, do you, do you sense any any uh, difference in, in excitement? I, I think that that's pretty much where it is. If you're not like in a, uh, you know, a top tier bowl. Well, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I'm still old school about these things. I love the bowls, and I'm particularly excited it's in Jacksonville because that means I get to go without having to burn a credit with my wife and my parents. Um, <laughs> But, you know, the I think the cool part about it to me is you get the 10 wins, and I know a lot of people are rolling their eyes listening to that, but whether you want to admit it or not, 10 wins, regardless of how you get it, it's still a pretty big deal when you only play 13. That's yeah, and I, was, I, was, I was looking. Uh, I think Penn State, I don't know, you can take your pick. Penn State or Auburn will, will be Georgia's uh, biggest quality win if Georgia beats Penn State. They're, they're pretty... Uh, Similar if you look at some of the computer rankings. So yeah, well they they they're very stout on defense. Their offense has been um, hit or miss, and mostly miss. So right. that sounds all that sounds very familiar to us. Um, well, Mark, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, if you don't mind, share your Twitter handle and and where we can listen to you and to uh, also where we can uh, read your work. Uh, Twitter handle is at Mark Weiser, M-A-R-C-W-E-I-S-Z-E-R. Go to onlineathens.com to find my writing. And we have our podcast, uh, which you can find on Belt Sports Radio or I uh, tweet it out when it comes out. And uh, maybe we'll get you back. It's about time for off-season bloggers roundtable, I'm guessing, in January, maybe. Yeah, I would love that. I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you very much, and I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. Tony Waller being joined by Mark Weiser. We appreciate you taking the time, Mark. All right, take care. All right, go dogs. Thanks for listening. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, Mark is the UGA football and basketball beat writer for the Athens Banner Herald. If you'd like to stay current on all of your Georgia athletics news, give him a follow on Twitter, at Mark Weiser, and that's M-A-R-C-W-E-I-S-Z-E-R. That'll do it for this quick episode. Thanks to Tony and Mark for taking time out of their busy schedules to make this episode possible. And... From our WSLS podcast family to yours, have a Merry Christmas. Go dogs.